Hi, this is Alpha. And Trina. Shelly's sisters. And you're listening to All the Rage with Shelly Wade's podcast. <laughs> you guys so got it wrong. It's not All the Rage with Shelly Wade's podcast. It's the All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. <laughs> but because I love you so much, I'll give you a pass. Yeah, those are my sisters, Trina and Alpha. We have a brother as well, Stacy. And fun fact, we all studied radio and television in high school. Yeah, we went to uh, the School of Communications at Jack Yates High School in Houston. JY! And we all studied radio and television. So had my siblings done what I did and stuck with radio, we could have been the the, the first family of radio. We could have been the Jacksons of radio. It, it, it could have been the family business. <laughs> but alas, I was the only one who stuck with it. Love you guys. Thank you for doing my intro. Also want to send love to my college buddy, Jolando Johnson, for supplying uh, my theme music for my podcast. Thank you, Jolando. You guys show him some love and go to his Jolando Johnson music page on Facebook and hit that like button. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Today's podcast is going to be all about the story of my career. I got the idea of doing that because I was approached by a college student at the University of Houston and she was given the assignment to interview someone in a field that she's interested in and she chose me and I felt very honored by that. She emailed me her interview questions and I was like, you know what? These are some pretty cool questions and the answers are basically a summation of my career thus far and um, it would be neat if I could share the answers with my listeners on my podcast. So that's what I'm going to do today. So hang tight. Uh, in the meantime, I want to uh, remind you of where to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. I'm on Twitter at Shelly Wade. Don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y. And you can find me on Facebook and YouTube like you found me on podcast, All the Rage with Shelly Wade. And my blog is ShellyWade.com. Again, Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Be sure to bookmark that. Yeah, follow, subscribe, and check back for new episodes of the podcast every Tuesday. And, you know, listen, speaking of um, social media, I did a lot of promoting of my podcast. Hang on, let me get a drink of my water. I did a lot of promoting of my podcast on um, my social media so I realized that you may be new uh, to the podcast. Um, shout out to those of you who have been with me since the beginning of my career or somewhere close to it. We go we go back like babies and pacifiers. And, <laughs> and I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you for always being supportive of me. Um, and if you're new to uh, the podcast and maybe this is your first time ever hearing me, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. I appreciate you as well. And hopefully you'll continue to follow follow my antics, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Shelly Wade, mainly known for my radio and television work, but I am a jack of so many different trades. Um, I started my radio career off in my hometown of Houston at the legendary 97.9 The Box in the 90s. We used to call it 97.9 The Biz Ox, the first hip-hop station in the South. What an amazing opportunity to get my career started off there. I feel like I grew up there. Um, 
And, you know, listen, before I got into radio, I wanted to be a Grammy Award winning singer. I used to perform, (laughs) sing and perform around uh, Houston. I thought that after high school, I would move to New York City and sing on Broadway. And my mom was like, nope, you're going to college. (laughs) So naturally, once I um, got into radio, the dream was to get me a radio show in New York City because why if you can make it there you can make it anywhere plus it's the number one media market in in the country if not the world and so that was always a, a dream of mine and so in 2001 I was so over the moon to finally be able to achieve that dream to have my own radio show in New York City and I did that at Z100 New York for 12 years as a matter of fact I was the um, that's the biggest pop station in the world by the way and I was the very first African American to have a full time show on that station so I was able to be a trailblazer where that's concerned and and then in, in um, 2013, I moved here to San Diego, and that's where I've been ever since. Along the way, uh, while I was in New York and in San Diego, I was also heard on places like Los Angeles and Boston. So I've been blessed to be able to be on air uh, on some amazing stations and in some amazing cities. And what a lot of people don't realize is that I haven't, I have not been on the radio for over a year. Yes, I know. Mind blown, right? Well, my mind was blown when it happened as well, because um, what went down was the station that I was on here in San Diego, they decided not to renew my contract, which was really a shock for me because they had been negotiating with my agent for a long time. And so it was just a shock. Um, And I've always placed such a high value on working and on career. And I thought, my God, am I going to be like lost? Am I going to not know what to do with myself not being on the radio? And the exact opposite happened. I was like, like, whoa, I love this freedom, you know, because I I had my severance pay and everything. And I just really loved the freedom. I felt like a retiree. I was going to water aerobics with the rest of the retirees and I'm driving along the ocean and just uh, doing things retired people do, although I hadn't retired. But it was, I really enjoyed the freedom. I was really shocked at how much I enjoyed the freedom. I guess because I've worked so hard my whole life, it was just time for a break. And I thought that I would probably have a job in no time. But who knew that COVID 19 was going to show up, right? And so people started losing jobs as opposed to scoring jobs. And so um, the pandemic really has put, um, you know, um, it's put, uh, uh, it's 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 hindered my job search. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, you know, I um, have not been sitting around just waiting on a radio job. Of course, I'm still, you know, my, my agent is still um, on the lookout for me. In the meantime, I've been uh, just um, <laughs> using my God-given gifts. Um, I love the Proverbs, was 1816, your gift will make room for you. Um, I feel like I have always been blessed with the gift of voice. That was before radio. My gifts are that I had before radio are still 
still here. So I am tapping into those. So I've been doing voiceover work. I am laying the foundation down for my voiceover career. And I'm sure that in a couple of years, I'll um, be able to make so much money in voiceover that if I only wanted to do that, I could do that. But of course, I'm not going to just do voiceover. I'll keep doing radio. I'll keep doing TV. As a matter of fact, I was just up for this job Um a TV talk show host job in Florida. And I found out a couple of weeks I didn't get that. And so it's like back to the drawing board, but I am still going after my goals. What I plan on doing during the podcast is sharing a lot with you guys of, you know, what I've been up to and what I've learned. Because what I found is when I've been talking about doing voiceover work, a lot of people have been hitting me up asking me, how do you get into voiceover? So I'll do an entire podcast series about voiceover work. So be sure to check back for that. I'll have new episodes of the podcast every Tuesday. So let's get into um, to this uh, week's podcast topic. I want to shout out to Paulise Hawkins, a student at the University of Houston, as I said earlier, she reached out to me to ask me to be an interviewee for her assignment for her course. And I am going to read her questions. I actually wanted her to be on the podcast with me to ask me the questions, but she had a lot of schoolwork to do. And I completely understand that. Uh, And so I'm just going to read the questions myself and answer them. Of course, it says interviewee, career and date. My name is Shelly Wade. My career, I, I there are a lot of things that fall under the under umbrella of my career, but I think Paulise, you're interested in my radio career. So I'll say I'm radio, TV slash voiceover. And today's date is November 3rd. Okay, what is your educational background? Um, As I said, I think it's always important to note that I went to Jack Yates High School (laughs) because that's where I started studying radio. Um, And so from there, I studied it at the University of Houston for a little while. But to be quite honest, as much as I loved U of H, I um, am the kind of person that I thrive more when my educational environment is smaller. So I went to Texas Southern University to study radio television after that because the classes were smaller, uh, more of an intimate learning um, environment. And that I thrive better in that kind of environment. So um, I studied radio television at Jack Yates High School and um, University of Houston, and then Texas Southern University. Um, And it said, how did you advance your career? That's the next question. Okay, so... When I I always suggest people, you know, when you are interested in something, if you have a goal or a dream, tell as many people as you can, because you never know who can help you achieve those goals or advance in your career, right? So while I was a college student, I was also a nanny. And it just so happened that the little girl that I was a nanny for, her aunt worked at the radio station I grew up at. And so... She was in charge of hiring someone to be a temporary receptionist while the receptionist was on maternity leave. And so she was like, hey, you know, Shelly, she's a college student. She may be interested in that. And so she reached out to me. She said, Shelly, I know you want to be on the radio. I can't get you on the radio. I can get your foot in the door by giving you this job as the temporary receptionist. It's your job to try to get on the radio. And so it just so happened that Um, the job was three months um, during my summer break from school. So I took it and and I had three months to try to finagle my way onto the radio. (laughs) And so 
anyone who would listen, who worked at the station, I was always saying, hey, I'm a college student. I work at my college radio station, which was KTSU. Um, and and I want to be on the radio, you know, and I, I kept telling the program director and I kept telling the production director and the production director uh, kept having me um, into a studio to record commercials and such that would play on the radio. And the program director finally heard my voice and he called the production director and he was like, who is that woman I just heard? And he was like, that's Shelly, the receptionist. She's been trying to tell you all summer that she wants to be on the radio. And so the program director heard my voice and he called me and he said, hey, I just heard your voice. You sound amazing. I want to hear how you'll sound on my station. And so the production director put me in front of a mic and produced um, an ear check, an audition tape for me. And I gave that to the program director and he put me on the radio two weeks uh, before my temporary job was supposed was supposed to end. And so I I made it happen. You know, and I had three months to finagle my way onto the radio. And with the help of some amazing people, I was able to do it. So that's how I advanced in my career from college radio to full-time commercial radio. And just, um, you know, through, you know, when you're on your, your job, then you just continue to um, do, try to do better, try to do better, constantly do better. Your bosses notice when you're a hard worker and you do your job well, and they don't mind giving you, um, uh, you know, better positions and, and, um, uh, and give you other opportunities if you're a hard worker and you're dedicated. And that's how you advance in your career. And you network if you're trying to go from one station to another, you network. So those are ways I advanced during my career. The next question, what does your current position include and what are your responsibilities? Well, Pauline, since I'm not currently on the radio, my current radio position doesn't include anything. <laughs> but I will tell you what the position includes when I am doing radio. Um, I would wake up, you know, as soon as I woke up in the morning after I said my prayers and read my Bible, I will start watching the the news shows. Um, you know, all the morning shows, I'm watching all of those so I can be caught up on all of the news and all of the, the latest pop culture and little, you know, lifestyle stories that, you know, it may be good for me to know sometimes for stories on air or to relate to, relate to listeners. And so I, I get up and I'm watching all the shows. I'm doing my show prep. Show prep basically means you're preparing for your show, all of the information you're going to need. Um, and show prep can include also watching all of the, the shows. And then I would blog uh, while I was doing my show prep. And so when I uh, would leave, and it also depends on your day part as well, the shift you're doing as well, uh, what, your, what, the, what the position includes. But when I would finish doing all of that, I would head into the station. And then my responsibilities would include being on the radio and playing playing music and giving information to our listeners about what the station and the company is up to, um, talk, telling our listeners what the artists we play are up to. I'm I've always, my whole career, been an entertainment reporter. So I was always telling the listeners the latest gossip <laughs> and the latest celebrity news. Um, and my responsibilities also included um, doing commercials, recording commercials, and um, giving away prizes, and going out to make, um, you know, appearances on behalf of clients, on behalf of the station, um, meeting listeners, and doing broadcasts and interviewing celebrities. 
celebrities. And that's just some of what the responsibilities um, were for radio. Um, and what what's a typical day like? Well, I just answered that. That was the next question. What is a typical day like? And by the way, as far as my experience, there's no typical day in radio, but those are the main things that my, my day would consist of. Um, what ongoing professional development or training do you engage in? One of the great things about uh, radio is that mostly they hire you for your personality or for your brand. And so you don't have to change that because they're banking on you to be that. Um, but what you do need as far by way of uh, professional development is, say if you're on a morning show, uh, they may go to a morning show boot camp with other morning shows all, all around the country to learn better ways to be a you know a ratings winner um, and better ways to you know communicate with your listeners and entertain your listeners um, you're constantly um, doing um, you're learning professional development you're constantly learning new software and new equipment and you are um, making sure that you're testing it and you know the rules as far as plugola and payola and all of those things um, and you're learning um, new ways to blog, you know, so you're, you're learning all of those kinds of things. Those are kind of training and um, and professional development you go through. There's much more, but um, those are some. The next question, what are your future goals or career aspirations? You know what? Even before I got into radio, I wanted to be a TV talk show host. And so until I become a TV talk show host, that will always be my biggest future career goal and aspiration. Um, I was, again, that close, this close to it a couple of weeks ago. But uh, again, I will not give up. I never, I always feel like God would not put dreams into my heart. And, and into my spirit if they were not meant to come true. And so I'm never giving up on that goal. That's my big goal. Um, what aspects of the career do you like or dislike? There, You know, I've done radio for a long time, police. So there are not a lot of things about radio that I dislike. The only thing that I would say is that I am a person that you hire me I am coming there to work. I'm not coming to gossip or play um, office politics. You know, I, I, so I think that my answer for this would be the same as my answer for any career. I'm not into petty politics and and all the unfairness that comes with that. Those are the things that I don't like about, um, you know, the career of radio, but those are the things that I wouldn't like about any career. Uh, the next question, how do you balance work and personal or family life? Okay, I've uh, true story. I have never gotten a, a great handle, a great grasp of balance. I just, <laughs> I'm not the most balanced person when it comes to personal and work life. First of all, I, I mean, I don't have a, you know, a family like I'm not married and I don't have kids, so. That's not an issue for me, you know, balancing that, you know, I pretty much make my own uh, schedule and I don't have to, um, I don't have to 
take into consideration whether I have to drop the kids off to school or this and that, you know, or whether I'm spending enough time, you know, doing schoolwork. I don't have to take that into consideration because I don't have kids. But I've always been a person that's really loved my career and um, I really love working. I place a high value on that. And so it doesn't really feel like work for me. And so if I do it a lot, it, it's not something that's bothersome for me. But I do think it's healthy to have a balance because what if, you know, like you you lose your job or um, you're in between jobs and you feel like I don't have a life right now because I don't have a job. I mean, I don't feel that way, but, you know, you could get caught up in feeling that way. So it's really healthy to have good balance between work and um and personal life. Uh, the next question, what changes would you make in your career or job? Again, I don't think I would make a lot of changes. I am a true believer in, you know, listen, life has lots of ups and downs and lots of hills and valleys. And when we're going through really tough times, it's really, it feels unbearable and it's really emotional and sad. But then those experiences you come you come out on the other side of those experiences and you are stronger and more resilient and wiser so i don't really like the idea of what would i change about anything because i feel like all of the experiences that i've been through in my life whether it's personal or career whether they were good or bad they are all experiences that have culminated into making me who i am and so i wouldn't change anything uh the next question what suggestions do you have for students wanting to go into this career? Intern. I always say to students, intern, intern, intern. Um, because, listen, people are more prone. You know, th- a lot of people say it's all about who you know. Um, and um, much of the time, it is. I mean, you may have talent. You may have ambition. But if you don't know anyone, sometimes it's really difficult to get your foot in the door. So I would say intern because when you're interning for someone, you're right there in the face of someone who is making um, uh, decisions on who to hire. You're right there in front of decision makers. And when it comes time to hire, they're more prone to know to hire you because they know you from your internship than to hire someone they're not familiar with. So intern and network as much as you can. Uh, the next question, hmm. How would someone prepare for this career? You know what? When I was a college student at Texas Southern studying radio and television, I, you know, and and really had gotten the idea that I really wanted to make radio my career. Um, I listened to radio a lot. I knew all of the radio personalities. A lot of people will tell you to uh, listen to people and emulate them. I guess that may be good um, advice for someone who really doesn't really know what their personality is. But I just don't like the idea of emulating anyone because I, I have always wanted to be true to who I am. And so 
whoever I'm going to be on the radio, I want it to be me. <laughs> I don't want it to be me emulating someone else. And so, I, but I would, I did make sure that I was up on all the people. I knew all the personalities. I knew um, what they sounded like. I would go out to appearances and, and meet them and say hi. And, and, you know, they were familiar with me. And so I would just say, um, study you know, whatever you're interested in, if it's radio, study it, make sure you consume it and understand. I mean, in a lot of careers like radio are ever changing. So they're not stagnant. They're, they're not staying the same all the time, but at least, you know, the gist of it, the, you know, cause in college, in college, you learn the theory of it, but when you're working the job, you really learn what it is. But when you're listening, you really um, have a, a working knowledge of, um, of how they do things. So I would say just study it, prepare for it by studying. Uh, and again, networking, because uh, those people who are going to be your mentors, um, they're going to give you a lot of advice um, to prepare for the career as well. And finally, <laughs> the final question, what is the average salary for someone in your position? Wow, that's a hard one. Let me uh, drink some more water because I've just constantly been talking. Um, what is the average salary? You know what? I just don't think there's an average salary for radio. And I will admit this. When I first got my full-time job, my first full-time job, um, I was only, they only paid me $19,000 a year. What? That was, you know, I didn't have, because I was so young, because I got my first full-time job on the radio when I was a junior in college. And... I didn't know any better. Oh, they're paying me this. You know, I didn't know, you know, I, I, I should negotiate for this much more because what if they give it to someone else? You know, you're afraid they're going to give it to someone else. You just want that first opportunity, or at least that's how I felt. And I was still living at home with my parents. And so the money wasn't a big deal for me. It was the opportunity that was a big deal for me. Uh, and of course, I started making more money. Uh, but at the beginning, I was only making $19,000 and they got me for cheap because I was really young and um, didn't know any better. Um, but, you know, listen, I started off at 19000 um, At certain points in my career, I was making over six figures. So there is, you know, there's no average salary. It depends on what city you're in. Because if you're working in a city like New York, they have a union. And the union negotiates that the jocks don't make under this amount. You have to have this base salary. But when you're working um, at some stations that that aren't union, they can pay you whatever they want to pay you. It also depends on um, who you are, because uh, if you're not Howard Stern, you're probably not going to make Howard Stern money. <laughs> it depends on what part, what day part you're in, what time of air you're on, because much of the time, um, morning show people make way more than people in other day parts, in other air shifts. Um, so it depends on your experience. It depends on your location. It depends on your position. It depends on how much your bosses and your company value you and your brand and your personality. There's no average salary for someone in radio. It runs the gamut. And so there you have it. I've answered all the questions. I hope that you guys um, enjoyed hearing my my thoughts on, on my career. And um, Paulise, the reason she asked me, I was um, in Houston last holiday season. So 
this time last year, probably close to, you know, closer to Christmas, though. And uh, the Houston Association of Black Journalists asked me to... um, to be on a panel and speak to college students about our careers. And that's how Paulise first um, found out, you know, about me. And so she followed me on social media and she asked me to um, to do this interview with her. And Paulise, I hope these answers help you with your assignment and I hope you ace it. If you have good news, a shout, comments on today's episode, or anything you want to share with me, record me a voice note into your phone and email it to me so that I can include you on my next episode, all right? My email address is hishelly at shellyway.com. Don't forget that Shelly's spelled with an E-Y. This has been the All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. Thank you kindly for listening. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Download new episodes every Tuesday and spread the word about my podcast to all your family members, friends, and followers. In the meantime and in between time, bookmark my blog and check it out daily, alltheragewithshellywade.com. Here's where you can follow me, at Shelly Wade on Twitter, at the one and only Shelly Wade on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook and YouTube at All the Rage with Shelly Wade. And don't forget, Shelly's spelt with an E-Y. Also, don't forget, kindness is hard to give away because it keeps coming back to you, so be kind. <laughs> my mom always says that to me. You know what my dad used to always say to me uh, when we would get off the phone? He'd be like, be good. And I'm like, you be good. <laughs> Actually, my sister still says that to me when we get off the phone. So I'll say it to you. Be good. And if no one else tells you this week, I love you.